The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said, Amen, amen, I say to you, whoever does not enter a sheepfold through the gate, but climbs over elsewhere, is a thief and a robber. But whoever enters through the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens it for him, and the sheep hear his voice. As the shepherd calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has driven out all his own, he walks ahead of them and the sheep follow him because they recognize his voice. But they will not follow a stranger. They will run away from him because they do not recognize the voice of strangers. Although Jesus used this figure of speech, the Pharisees did not realize what he was trying to tell them. So Jesus said again, Amen, amen, I say to you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. A thief comes only to steal and slaughter and destroy. I came so that they might have life and have it more abundantly. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So we have this theme of the Good Shepherd today. Jesus refers to himself a little bit later in this particular gospel as the good shepherd. John chapter 10, in case you're keeping notes. So I want to highlight a couple things here. First of all, the fact that we are his sheep and that we can hear his voice. I think this is really important for all of us to appreciate more and more. And I can say myself that even though I've been in religious life for 29 years, I've been a priest for 18 years, I have to admit that I've grown in my own ability and confidence in hearing God's voice. I certainly heard it loud and clear some 30 years ago. It's the 30th anniversary of my feeling or hearing God's voice calling me to the priesthood. It was Lent, 1993. And I remember very distinctly being in my dorm room and thinking about my plans to teach and coach and get married and have a family. And then all of a sudden I thought, well, if I were a priest, then it would be my duty to teach the truth and help kids all the time. Well, maybe I should be a priest. I was like, well, who said that? So many of you have heard me tell that story, but it's good to remember those moments. And I could have dismissed it, but by the grace of God, I didn't dismiss it. And the reasoning or the discernment that I used was, well, that was such a crazy thought, it had to have come from God. Pretty good discernment for a 20-year-old kid. So we can apply that You can apply that to your life, too. And what I've learned is that 
a very simple rule, if you will, is this, that God speaks to you through you. God will speak to us through us. What does that mean? Well, through our thoughts, like I just shared with you, God spoke to me through a simple thought that I recognized uh, as not coming from me, but coming from God. It was a good thought, and I also recognized that it didn't come from me. It came from God. That's good discernment. Now, there's another voice out there that tries to get our attention. Jesus talked about that, too. The voice of a stranger. Well, even worse, the voice of the robber, the thief, who comes to steal and slaughter and destroy. Who do you think he's talking about there? Satan, the devil, yeah. Remember the, you know, the old cartoons, right? The little angel and the little devil on the shoulder, right? Well, it's kind of like that. So the devil, elsewhere, Jesus refers to the devil as the father of lies. The father of lies. And sometimes the devil will speak these lies in such a subtle way. Or sometimes he speaks them loudly and clearly, unfortunately, through people in our lives who speak out of their own hurt. We tend to project our own hurt onto other people, in case you never noticed that, right? We project our anger, we project our fear, we, you know, our shame, our guilt. We tend to project all of that onto other people. That's our human condition. But the Lord wants to speak truth to us, and he wants to have us receive that truth in faith so that it can take root in our hearts and bear fruit, abundant fruit. I came so that they might have life and have it more abundantly. Now, that doesn't mean we're not going to suffer in this life. This side of heaven, there's always going to be trials and tribulations, sickness, illness, disease, disappointment, betrayal, all that good stuff. That's because of original sin. That's because Adam and Eve bought the lie that the devil was telling them. He was sowing doubt in their hearts, and unfortunately, they bought it. And unfortunately, we all buy it too. Now, hopefully, we get better and better at discerning who's trying to influence me right now. Is it God or is it the devil? Or is it just my own, you know, human emotion, etc., right? It's, it's not always either or. It's, it can be our own human emotion and, and thoughts and desires and interests and so on. But it takes some, some reflection. And we can get better and better at that. Because God will not only speak to us through our thoughts, but he can speak to us through a kind of gentle knowing or intuition some of you might be more intuitive. That's me. It can come through your imagination. God can speak to us through our imagination. So we all have these interior senses, you could say. We all have our exterior senses of sight and hearing and smelling and tasting and touching. 
Well, we have corresponding interior senses. And it's through those interior senses, the conscience, our mind, our heart, our emotions, the imagination, that the Holy Spirit speaks to us and reveals his love and his wisdom to us through those interior senses, primarily, primarily. Because obviously we can hear his word, and so we hear it with our ears, but then we need to take it in so that it continues to reverberate, you might say, in our hearts and in our minds so that as we listen to the word of God, as we hear the word of God, as we take it in, it becomes a sort of standard. It becomes a standard by which we learn to judge certain inspirations when they come, certain thoughts when they come. Because every thought is not your own. You need to know that. You know, as a priest, hearing confessions for 18 years, people will come in and undoubtedly people say, Father, I had bad thoughts. And I'm like, well, join the club. <laughs> you know, I had impure thoughts. I had angry thoughts. I had jealous thoughts. I had envious thoughts. Okay. Well, when that thought came to you, what did you do with it? Because chances are it didn't actually come from you. But it came from the devil who was trying to take advantage of a certain situation because he watches us, right? He was trying to bait you. He's trying to bait you. How many fishermen here? Fisherwoman, right? Right? There you go. So you're always thinking about what bait am I going to use today, right? What, what, what are they biting on today, right? So the devil's there is like, I wonder what Bob's biting on today. A little bit of anger, a little bit of lust, a little bit of gluttony. Let's, let's try one of these today. Right? Yeah, you laugh, but I mean, that's kind of how it goes, right? So don't bite, right? God, don't let me bite on the bait that the enemy is casting my way but rather we can cast him out in the name of Jesus and we can ask the Holy Spirit to sharpen our interior senses so that we can hear his voice more loudly and more clearly and more consistently amen, amen. and as we respond to that voice to the voice of the good shepherd we actually grow in this abundant life. We grow in freedom. We grow in joy. We grow in wisdom. And we recognize his voice more and more. We recognize his holy inspirations. And as we respond to them, he is able to live his life in us and with us and through us more and more. More and more. And then heaven gets released, you might say, in you and with you and through you. Heaven <laughs> and the goodness and the glory and the love of God starts to possess you more and more and gets released through you and all around you. That's the abundant life. That's the abundant life that God is inviting us to participate in, to receive, because we got to receive it first. He wants us to receive it in faith, 
and gratitude and joy and then to share it and then to share it to spread the good news so today let's ask him for that grace to hear his voice more clearly and to respond to it in faith so that we can indeed experience this abundant life more and more and build his kingdom Because it's true, we are at war, you might say, and there is an enemy out there, but we don't want to give him too much credit. We have to recognize that he's there. We have to acknowledge that he's there. But we are not at, we are are not so vulnerable, you might say. We are not so helpless, that's the word. We're not helpless in the face of these attacks. Quite the contrary, right? We have the living God inside of us who not only fights for us, but he fights with us and through us. So let's claim that for ourselves today. Lord Jesus, good shepherd, I believe that you are with me and I believe that you are for me and I believe that together we can fight the good fight and build your kingdom in time and experience it for all eternity. Amen.